Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, registered dietitian and weight loss BFF, Lauren Hubert. Growing up as a woman, I was told that you can't care about your looks, wear whatever you want, and be successful. But honey, let me give it to you real. You can have it all. I believe women can embody strength, sexuality, and power all at the same time. And in fact, I know the harder you feel, the more successful you will be. Each week, we are changing the narrative that women can be hot and successful at the same damn time and do it in a healthy way. Babes, we're back. Or really, I should say I'm back because, guys, I host the show. I'm Lauren. I'm the sorority nutritionist, and I am your fave registered dietitian about to give it to you real. Now, today's episode is literally so epic because we are sitting down with Charlotte McKinney, who's an American actress and model. She actually first gained great media attention because she was an Instagram personality posting pictures online. And really one of her, I would say her big break was actually her epic Carl's Jr. commercial that actually aired during the Super Bowl back in 2015 that we briefly talk about on the show today, which really sparked her career and everything that you know her for. But of course, at TSN, we're all about keeping it real. So why I am so excited about Charlotte's show today. And for you guys to learn more about her story and her journey is because with all of her accolades and all of the person that you see behind the camera, Charlotte is just like you and I. And I think when it comes to weight loss in the media, when it comes to body confidence and how you look in the media, there is not enough women who are real and authentic and speak the truth out in LA and out on social media, talking about the real experience of what it's like being a woman with the media on you the pressure we have to look a certain way, and most importantly, diet culture. And this is why on today's episode, no, we're not just talking about Charlotte McKinney, the model and her body and what she does to just maintain the specific weight and way that she looks. No, we're talking about diet culture in LA, the peer pressure there is to follow certain dietary patterns and diet clans and the wellness culture out there that makes you feel guilty for eating certain foods or not being part of certain quote unquote cults. We also talk about something that is so incredibly important that is part of my mission and the work I do at TSN, which is finding more fun with food and how you can have the body of your dreams feel so confident at the end of the day, but also have fun consistently as part of your plan because how you fuel your body is not just about eating the cleanest foods 24-7 and how Charlotte has struggled also with finding this fun in her diet. Most importantly, the final part of this episode that I think is really going to help you guys out is finding the confidence to get in front of the camera and hearing from the supermodel herself how she has found that confidence when she has not always felt her most confident self to be in front of the camera and be the best version of herself so she can show up the most authentic and confident way in her career. We are here with someone who literally needs no freaking introduction. I actually remember when I first saw Charlotte McKinney and you were on the Super Bowl commercial, baby. Um, Super Bowl 50. I remember I was obsessed with Tom Brady. I grew up in Massachusetts, of course, and you were right there. So you literally need no introduction. Now you're here and you're going to be part of the Fit Babe community. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you for the intro. I love it. 
you're so literally funny. like cringe like I love cringe. that like sparked my career but like it's total cringe but it is what it is like that's how people know me I feel like no matter what I do or any any other thing I do after that forever I will be the burger girl so is what it is I'll take it could be worse right it could be worse. And your life is amazing now. And you've done so much after. And I mean, what I'm super excited about on today's episode is you're so into health and fitness and I had no idea. Yeah, no, it, it's really funny in the last maybe year I've started to like, I've always just been really private online and just posting like work and, and like never really posted too much. And I've saw how much I follow like health and wellness and people. Um, so for me, I've slowly been getting into it. Like I always say, if I didn't do what I do, I'd be like a nutritionist or something like that. So, so it's, it's just a space I really enjoy and like love. Yeah. And it's so interesting that you are so private yet so public in the work that you do. And I'm actually very much the same way too. And I think a lot of people in the media who like, like being in front of the camera, like acting, like hosting a podcast, like they're very much like that. Now, have Mm -hmm. you always been that way? Or was that like, once you got like propelled into the media? I've just always, I, I don't, I don't know what it is. And maybe like the way my family grew up or something, but I've always just been super private. Like I've never really posted boyfriends. I've never, I've just always kept, kept like things like that to myself. My sister and her husband are super private and I've just always kind of respected people like that. But in a way I still want to like connect with my audience. So I'm like slowly trying to find like a space where it's like a good balance of like, I have my privacy, but I can still connect with people and show like the real side. Cause like it's hard. So I'm trying to find my balance. And the, and the thing I like about podcasts, which I hope to do one soon is you can kind of, yeah, I, you can kind of pick, you know, you can, you can kind of say what you want and like, just kind of like, it's kind of free range. And that's what I, that's what I've always loved about podcasts. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I love Instagram, but podcasting, like you can actually get out a full concise thought and like really be yourself. Like your podcast is literally going to be a representation of you. And it's so cool. But I totally. want to go back to the question. I literally always ask any guests we have on here. What makes you mm-hmm. feel like your hottest and healthiest self? My hottest and healthiest self. Um, I am a big believer of waking up and sweating and just like starting the day with a good sweat. I go to a hot yoga class in the morning. Thank God they're finally back open. Um, but I think for me, my sexiest self is like a good sweaty class, sweated out. I like to get a fresh spray tan and, yes. you know, like just, you know, take care of myself, do my hair a little bit. It's funny. People are like, Oh, I feel my best in my natural self. And I'm like, I'm like full blown, like you know, I, I love being natural, but I also like love to feel good at the same time and, you oh know, God, take yeah. care of myself and put a little makeup on. But, um, yeah, I think I feel my best when I'm like sleeping enough and I'm working out and I'm eating right. I think, I think that's, you know, my sexiest self, I guess you could say. Yeah. Being on a routine. And let me tell you, a spray tan can literally fix anything. Like you guys that don't feel good about yourself, Truly, get a spray tan. Like it literally changed my life. And then (laughs) also getting a little bit of mascara on you. Like that can, that's all you need. It's, it's truly all you need. I don't wear a lot of makeup, like when I'm not working. So it's literally just like a nice little base tan and a little mascara, a little lipstick. It's all you need. And, um, I grew up in Florida and I, 
try and stay out of the sun because I have Irish skin. So I just freckle like crazy. So I just, I love it. I love to be bronze, but I don't like to like risk basking in the sun. Yeah. Risk cancer. We don't want that. (laughs) Um, hell yeah. So you said hot yoga. What is Uh your like typical workout routine? Like when you're feeling like your absolute best, because I'm sure like with travel and work, like sometimes it gets a little disrupted. Yeah. It's, it's funny. I've been on such a good program lately just because I've been home more, but even like the last week I, or a few days ago, I just had to go to Miami for, you know, one day, but you know, for me, it's just also like just walking and like getting outside and moving. It's just, it's just being active. It's, it's it's not so much of like, Oh, I need to lift weights. Oh, I need to do this. It's about breaking that little sweat, doing something, getting outside. So, so that helps when I'm traveling, but when I'm home, I'm like full force, sculpt, hot yoga, 110 degrees with weights, just like drenched doing cardio. I, I, I mentally and physically have to work out. Basically I do every day except like Saturday and Sunday or, you know, so, so I think it's, it's definitely mental for me. Like I just feel so much better. Yeah. Like even just walking outside, I don't know if you have dogs, but like walking my dogs every day is like my therapy. And like, sometimes it's stressful because sometimes my dogs are little shits, but at the end of the day, like just getting moving, like that can be your exercise. Like you don't have to go to a gym. And honestly, I feel like COVID really taught that to us all. Totally. No, no, it's so true. It kind of puts you in a situation where we'd always be like running into a studio or running into a thing or a gym. And and now it's just like finding the beauty around you. And I'm forever grateful. I, I live in, I live in Malibu and normally I like rush to a gym, but during COVID I got to really just like enjoy the beauty and the space of where I live that we, you know, sometimes take for granted. So it's oh nice. My God. Yeah. I started the quarantine in Florida and I moved Amazing. To Boston in June, but then when the weather started going South in Boston, I was like, damn, like I didn't realize how lucky I was when we were quarantining in Florida. Cause like we could go outside, but like, who wants to walk in the snow? No, totally. It's, it's so funny. And, and I'm sure, you know, being in Florida and I, I grew up in Florida and I, I just have to be by the water. I gotta be by beach. I I'm just like, I love being outdoors. I think it's so important, but it has to be hot for me. I I am not a big fan of the cold. Oh my God. Me too. I'm like struggling up here, but that's for another day. (laughs) When it comes to your like normal routine, like, do you have any like rituals that are like an absolute must for you to feel your best? Yeah. Feeling my best. I think like, again, like the workout is important, but I think it's a, a lot of, you know, if you're putting in the energy working out, I think it's all about what you put in your body and how you fuel yourself. And, um, you know, I went vegan, I did all that. And, uh, I got really malnourished from being vegan and I got back, I still eat like fish and eggs and stuff, but just eating clean. I don't do dairy. I don't do gluten. I don't do anything that kind of slows me down. I have a couple health conditions. And ever since then, I've just kind of stayed on this serious, like, whatever I put in my body is food is medicine kind of thing. So I think for me that, that, that really kind of keeps me in check. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, at TSN, I'm such a believer that food is fuel and I really uh-huh. so many young women are not just told to look a certain way, but we're really told like food is bad. Calories are bad. Like we need mm-hmm. to try to eat as little as possible when really we need to switch this narrative to food is literally what gives you energy to be the bad. Totally. And, and definitely like when you find a routine that works for you, like 
if for any woman that like is tracking her calories right now, or like is really focused on that, it's like, you have to find what works for you. And Mm -hmm. I I love that you shared, like you were vegan and you actually recognized that wasn't working for you. So you had to switch your routine. When were you vegan? I was vegan maybe like two years back. And, um, yeah, I, I mean, I think, I think living in LA, it's such a culture they push on you. Oh, you have to be vegan or Literally. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, and then I kind of realized like, you know, some of the science behind it and it just all didn't really make sense. And I have an amazing doctor who I work with and he was like, you gotta, you gotta get some meat in you and you'll feel better. And I did, I started eating red meat again and I was just, you know, it's hard nowadays. You fall into these like culty kind of things, or there's a Netflix thing and you like can't eat again. So I, I get very like influenced by that stuff. So like, even I just saw this, the seaspiracy thing. Oh my God. Me too. Oh my God. I won't watch it. I won't watch it though, because I have, you know, I've ruined myself by watching like some vegan documentary. So I know better. I know how psycho I am that I would like stop eating fish and fish is like my favorite food. So I'm like, Nope, not going there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Literally. And it's so funny. Like I'm pretty sure there's a meme online or somewhere I saw online, but like, if you took all of the different diets and all of the somewhat true, but then somewhat not true information regarding food online, you would be stuck just drinking uh-huh. water. And then I'm sure they'd say water is bad for some way. Like if you follow to- every totally. advice, you wouldn't eat. Exactly. And, and, and it, and it, for me, it kind of came to the point where it's like, I, I was cutting so much out of my diet to, it came to a point where it's like, I had nothing left to eat. You know, it was just like, <sighs> yeah, like I'm vegan, but I don't want to eat beans that have protein. So you're just eating veggies and raw vegetables are really hard on the system and things like that. So, so it's, it's all about finding what works for you and everyone's different. I think. Absolutely. Yeah. And something I'm really big about with TSN is all about fun. Like I want women to have fun with food. Like food is amazing. Totally. You know, Charlotte, you've gone all around the world. Like I'm sure in many different places you travel to, like you want to try the food from that place. How do you fit in fun, especially now that things are picking back up? I'm sure your schedule is getting heavier. Like how do you fit in fun and especially like fun foods into your diet? Um, it's hard. I'm not going to lie. I still like kind of suffer with a bit of, you know, body dysmorphia and, you know, letting myself indulge at the right time. I I can be really strict on myself, which, which I'm trying to work on. (laughs) So, you know, like if, if I'm somewhere like, you know, let's say I'm in Italy, I, the food there is my favorite. So I'm eating just like fresh brands, you know, and fresh fish and fresh vegetables. I kind of like to, you know, indulge in like those things that you can only get a certain time of the year that's in season that's fresh but yeah I I think it's something I'm still working on like now that things are opening up and I'm like going back to going back out to dinners and things like that you know it's it's still kind of scary like you're like oh like I had such a perfect diet and I was cooking everything now I'm like you know so so it's definitely something I'm trying to work on of kind of having the balance of enjoying food and not worrying about it so much. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, like, I just, we need a moment here. Like I had no idea that you, like every other woman I freaking talk to and myself, like we all struggle with finding this balance with fun. And honestly, especially with COVID opening up, um, or COVID being gone (laughs) yeah, yeah, and you know, everything opening up No, COVID is gone guys, um, Mm -hmm. or getting gone. It does put pressure on like eating out and fitting in your social life. And honestly, so many women who are in the media, like you actresses, models, I mean, everything in between, like 
no one talks about like having fun with food in LA. Mm -hmm. Like I've never heard a podcast with a a model celebrity actress saying that. Yeah, no, you know, it's, it's all kind of, and not to point out goop or anything like that, but it's all about like, what's the latest cleanse and what's the best juice and these things like that. And it's, I think the diet culture has gotten so much better, but just from like the age where it really impacted me, it was very intense. Like I'm sure at your age of, you know, 15 and things like that diet was such a part of our culture. Um, and at such a small age, you get sucked into it and, and yeah. And and I I think now, especially in LA, kind of like you're saying, it's, it's a lot of people don't bring that fun to, to food. It's more of like, something bad kind of thing. Yeah. And it's really interesting, you know, TSN and everything I talk about on this podcast is like, it's okay. If you want to change your body or look a certain way, like that is totally okay, but it's totally behind it. But I think mm-hmm. really in LA, not to pick on LA guys, I'm literally going there Friday for the first time. So I'm <laughs> yeah. judging a book by its cover. <laughs> you, but... you, you, land, you land and everyone's there like throwing tomatoes at you. <laughs> I know they're like, go back to Boston. You suck. Um, but you know, thinking about LA and at least what I have seen on the media with food out there and like the detoxes and cleanses and all these things and even the goops and everything like, yeah, it's not even about weight. It's like this really big fear. Like you're just unhealthy. And I feel like that's even scarier than like not looking a certain way. Yeah, no, totally. It's, it's almost, yeah. Like you're saying like a pressure almost. It's definitely something I've gotten dragged into. And I, and like you're saying right now, having fun with food is, definitely something I want to like work on. Cause I think that's, it's important. Like we should, food is such a beautiful thing. Our lives are based around food. Like we should really enjoy those moments. So now you got me thinking, Lauren, I got you. Think- I'm asking those good questions. Hopefully you don't kill me after this. I'm, I'm, um, no, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I love it. Okay, cool. So thinking about fun foods, I have to ask you, what is like your go-to meal of the moment? Like what is something you love to cook or like get out? You know, I'm, I'm such a snob with like my organic foods and things like that. So own it, girlfriend, really... you're allowed to own it. <laughs> right. Um, I've really gotten into, and this was in the last year. I, I really grew up in the last year with everything. So I, so I got really into the farmer's market. So I literally, the farmer's market here is on Wednesday and Saturday. And I just, I love finding like what's fresh, what's in season. I love getting like fresh berries and all that stuff. Everything just tastes so much better at the farmer's market. So that's kind of been like, that's kind of been like my fun go-to and something I definitely enjoy. And then for me, it's just like, I I go to Air One a lot, unfortunately. And uh, I like to just get like a wild salmon and do that and fresh veggies. And that's kind of like my go-to. Yeah. Oh my God. I love salmon. And also the farmer's market today's Wednesday. Did you go? I did. Yes. <laughs> I have tons. Of, I have tons of produce in the house and I went, I, I loved it. And that, and that's me too, like building a fun relationship, getting food, you know, kind of thing. So I think it's yeah. important. Yeah. Especially also like seeing where your food is coming from. Like to me, that's like buck wild when like you go to the farmer's market and obviously some farmers markets like isn't next to the farm, obviously, but like, yeah, yeah. Get, like closer to it. Like you realize, oh my God, like this isn't just like a whole foods or like a Trader Joe's, like this comes from the freaking earth. Totally. Yeah. I mean, you see everyone there, they're like farmers and you know, and they right behind them is like a banner of like saying exactly where it's from, exactly how it's raised. And I, I think that's, I think that's the key to life and nutrition. It's just the closer it comes, the most local and fresh. Yeah, absolutely. 
Well, I want to switch back to this, this modeling stuff. And I know I, I shamelessly talked about Carl's junior and you're like, I'm known as the burger girl. So now (laughs) I'm like mortified. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But thinking back to, you know, your career and everything, you know, obviously you show so much of your body. Have you always felt like super confident in front of the camera? Because also for context, like so many women listening to this episode are not comfortable with their bodies are not comfortable, like flaunting their stuff, showing it all. And like being their like hottest, sexiest version of themselves. So I'm so curious as someone who like is so out there, which is literally amazing. Like, were you always that way? It's so interesting. And it's, it's so weird because I'm not like, I'm a very like kind of insecure, not confident person when you you actually get to know me. Yeah. But (laughs) it's there, but growing up, I had this older sister and we just kind of grew up like changing, running around the house naked. Like my dad was just this like old, like didn't notice, didn't care. We just kind of ran around naked all the time. And like our friends would come over and be like, uh, girls, like, what are you doing? Like you, like your mom and dad are like in the living room and you're like running to the kitchen naked. And it it was just kind of like weirdly part of my life. And I don't know, being by the beach and always being in swimwear and stuff, it just kind of naturally happened. Um, but like, yeah, like how I started with, with modeling and things like that. I just, I think I just knew that that was kind of a part of it. And, you know, yeah, I didn't really have, I didn't really have the tools to understand it all. I think at that time. Yeah. Cause I mean, you started your career at 17. Yeah. So I was kind of thrown into it at a super young age. And I always, I always say, cause now I have like young nieces, these two beautiful little girls. And I always say, if I had girls, I would never let them model. Cause it was just, you know, it's, it's a tough industry and it's scary, you know? Yeah. So and, and uh, what I, yeah. what I think is really cool about you too, is like, I, I was reading, actually, I was listening to the OKSIS podcast that you were on when you started your career, like it was hard for you to get picked up by an agency because of the way that you looked and like the bigger bust and everything. And that like, you, you mm-hmm. were almost like, people look at you and you're like, Oh my God, like she had it easy, but like, it was hard for you. Yeah. I mean, it was like, I don't want to be the girl who's like, Oh my God, I was a model. It was so hard, but it was, I, uh, I was not tall. I had extremely large chest. So like at that time, that wasn't really cool. Like in Miami, it was all about like six foot something Brazilian models. And I come in and I'm like, you know, this little short bombshell girl. Um, so it took me years to really break into the industry. And I think, you know, it put me in some risky situations, just trying to like make a name for myself and working with, you know, not the best people and and just working so hard to get to where I was. The modeling industry is just, it's nasty. It's tough, you know, and, and, you know, you walk into somewhere and they tell you something and you start seeing those things you were never even insecure about, you know? So, so, so it definitely, um, was tough, but I, I've always had thick skin and it's just, you know, you have, you kind of know what you signed up for. Yeah. And you know, a lot of really successful women listen to this <laughs> podcast and they, you know, you love have it, have tough skin, no matter what industry you're in. Like, and I think it really just shows like your strength, like you were able, you know, with all of that, your way, like come out on the other side, create an acting career out of this, like launching a podcast soon. Like you have so much else going on and and you're way more than just a model, Charlotte. 
Oh, thank you. That's so sweet of you. But, but yeah, I think like my advice to anyone trying to break into whether it's, you know, being a lawyer or doctor or anything like that along the way, you're going to get so many no's and everyone's just going to, you know, doubt you. And then it's all, all it takes that one person to see something in that one. Yes. And, and it happens if you, you know, you just kind of got to stick with it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I have to ask you what's like next on the horizon that like is okay for you to share on the podcast. Like any fun projects coming up or like things like you're super excited to pour yourself into. Lauren, I wish I could tell you (laughs) anything, but I don't, unfortunately, like it's, it's been weird. So like right now I'm just auditioning a ton and like waiting for the next thing. Like a lot of clients and, and brands and things I've worked with are like slowly getting back on the wagon and slowly getting into things. So it's been, so the thing I also hate about my career is kind of the uncertainty. Like, I don't know if tomorrow I'm going to be on a plane to New York. I don't, you know, it's kind of, it's, everything's pretty last minute. Um, but yeah, I, I think for me on the horizon is just doing more things like this and finding my voice more and like, you know, the health and wellness space is so important to me and just finding like more outlets to share my story and things that. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to be making a brain soon about if I do do a podcast, I'm going to need your help. Oh my goodness. I'm sure you can find better help than me. <laughs> no, but I, I <laughs> no, love it. Um, no, you it. should totally do a podcast and like, you know, talking about like yoga and Pilates and like healthy stuff. Like it's such a passion of yours. It's so cool. Yeah. Well, cool. Charlotte. <laughs> Any other fun things you want to share with us for inspiration before I let you go? No, just keep rocking, stay true to you. And um, yeah, I, I, I love chatting. So anytime this was fun, I'll have to follow your trip when you, when you come out here and see your, you'll have to send me some pictures. Yes. Oh my God, guys, I have to share it with you guys. So I'm looking on Instagram and I'm planning this fun little vacation with my husband to LA. <laughs> I go to Santa Monica and I'm like, okay, what's the hotel I should stay at? I pull it up and I see Santa Monica proper. And I'm like, well, let's look at the tagged photos, guys. Like if you're ever going somewhere, you always look at the tagged you, photos. You have to, that's the true stuff. It's <laughs> like looking at a to. person. Yeah. And I literally do not guys, I pull it up. And like, I had this interview scheduled already. I knew Charlotte was coming on. I pulled up. I'm like, wait, the first tagged photo, Santa Monica proper, great PR for them is is Charlotte. (laughs) And I'm just (laughs) shook. I'm like, that was meant to be, that was meant to be. I love it. Well, if you, if you need anything while you're here, you know who to call. You know who to call baby. Thank you so much for being on Charlotte. (laughs) Thanks so much for having me. I really enjoyed it, Lauren. 